and Arwen, Misadventurers in North Wales. Episode 2, The Unexpected Expert, by Roger Barker. Ronnie, there you are. What are you doing out here? Taking refuge in the corridor, like I always do on gallery opening nights. Well, the exhibition's going well. There are people back there who'd love to see you. Okay, Fenella, just give me a minute. Is it something that Celeste Armstrong said? Her private conversations are usually meant to be overheard. If memory serves, it was something along the lines of, I think Ronnie Charnwood's automata are charmingly naive, but essentially, they are folk art for the masses. I'm afraid that creators of mechanical marvels like you are sadly regarded as second-class citizens in today's art world. But we're doing our best to change attitudes. Is she suffering from artist stage fright? I heard a voice. Did it come from behind a mountain of sausage rolls heaped on that plate levitating towards us? The one that's almost upstaged by several glasses of wine poured into a pint glass? If it's any consolation, most people back there seem to like her stuff. Um, So, Ronnie... This must be your interesting little friend. Not one of the caterers like you assumed when I first came in. An unfortunate minor oversight. Your very presence here tonight helps meet our target for cultivating greater inclusivity. Oh, haha, I'm vibrating. Excuse me for a second. Who's that? Fenella Wentworth Hughes, the gallery's manager. She's okay once you get to know her. You mean she becomes less patronising over time? Promise me you'll be on your best behaviour. What's in it for me? My continued friendship. Oh, that. Let me think about it. This is important to me, Arwen. Sabotage this evening and you'll be wearing that mountain of nibbles. That was Max Owen of the North Wales Weekly News. I promised him I'd arrange an interview as soon as I found you. He's impressed with your material, wants to do a feature in next week's edition. People like my work? Really? Yeah, it's only the other artists who say things that start off nice until they get to the word but. I know I shouldn't be so thin-skinned. Who cares what they say? Ordinary people here think your funny little toys are great fun. You've even managed to sell one already, which is more than Celeste McWatts her name has managed so far. Thanks, Arwen. That's CPR for my confidence. You're welcome. I was worried about dragging you here tonight because I feared you'd feel out of place. (laughs) Nah. I'm developing quite a taste for art gallery opening nights. Just a pity they had to invite the other artists. So, dear, this is your first ever visit to an art gallery? Yeah. What do you think of the other work on display? Most of it's total crap. But what do I know? I spend my life shoveling chips at lunchtimes and arm-wrestling beer pumps by night. Well then, let's hope that after tonight we can begin a lifelong journey which will widen your horizons. Eventually. 
in the fullness of time. However, these I do understand. The series of paintings by our mystery artist? Yeah. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it because they're so wonderfully enigmatic? Because they weep timeless atmosphere? Because they have such a resonant sense of place? Nah, I just like the story they tell. I can't see a chronological narrative. (laughs) That's because you got them arranged in the wrong order. This one should be over here, and the one in the middle goes at the end. How would you know? Because I know the story. To know the story, you'd have to know the artist and no one knows who he or she is. You're the manager of this gallery and you don't know who did these. They were discovered in a house that had laid empty for years. The young couple who bought it at auction hadn't the heart to throw them in the skip along with the other junk cluttering in the attic. So one donation later, they've ended up here in this corridor waiting for attribution. Wait no longer. I can tell you who the artist is. With certainty? Absolutely. Who? An amateur wartime painter called Jack Carraway. I've never heard of him. I'm impressed, Darwin. I never realised you're a closet art aficionado. I'm not. I just know who he was. Are you a relative? A distant relative? No. Did your family know him? If they did, they never told me. Did he live in your village? No idea. Then how could you possibly know him? I read about him and asked questions. Oh, come on, Miss Edwards. You're making this up. Wanna bet? Attribution is a specialist area of expertise. Oh, yeah. You have a degree in fine art? No. Do you have experience in art history or conservation? Take a wild guess. Are you qualified in chemical analysis, infrared photography, ultraviolet fluorescence examinations, microscopic analysis of pigments, or X-ray photography? If I was, I wouldn't be firing up the fryer or pulling paints. Ever done any retouching or structural work on damaged canvas? No. And I haven't done anything lower down art pecking order like managing an art gallery. I'm sorry if I come over as a snob. And I apologise unreservedly if I may sound dismissive. But my misgivings are all about the issue. They're not about you as a person. No offence taken, Fen. In different circumstances, we might even be mates. I'm curious, Arwen. In what circumstances might we become mates? When we've played you with ten cans of wild horse. It's her favourite beer, brewed locally in Clangdodno. Hey, Bron, I reckon she'd be a lot of fun once we exercise her in a school, ma'am. I've never been seen as a potential source of fun before. This is a new direction for me. I'd tread carefully if I were you. Anyway, about this back. Give it a rest, Darwin. You're doing this merely to wind me up. If you're so certain, put your money where your mouth is. This is the sort of thing best left to experts, so I shall not be goaded into anything as vulgar as a wager. Because the odds are stacked in your favour? Overwhelmingly. I'm up for it. What do you suggest? A hundred quid. Can you afford to risk that much? I didn't want to ask for any more in case I bankrupt her. I do have a conscience, you know. You actually have a hundred pounds? Not on me. But Vronnie's good for a ton if you want surety. Uh, Vronnie's good for a ton? You've got triple that just on tonight's sale alone. I obviously couldn't gamble on duty or take money from someone disadvantaged. It would be far too exploitative. Is that a face-saving way of saying you couldn't afford to lose a hundred quid? I might have to forego my weekly bottle of wine for a few weeks, but that's never going to happen in reality. If not money, what else could you stake? I have nothing else on me to gamble with. What about this... Funny blue skirt. It's 1950s retro. 
And please stop handling it as if you were shopping for curtains. What's holding it up? I can't see a zip or any buttons. <laughs> Velcro. <laughs> Velcro? Fronnie told me you were an art gallery manager. She is. I had Velcro on my trainers when I was four. Art? inspires us to look at things from new perspectives. You want a proper belt like me, mate. That'll never let you down. Never mind my fashion sense. Let's simply drop all this betting nonsense and you tell me why you're so sure that you know this artist. Nah, let's make this more interesting. If I lose, you have the snotty satisfaction of being proved right. But if I win, I get the hundred quid, the credit for proving who painted these pictures, and the shirt off your back. The shirt off my back? Yeah. It's a bit lacy and you have to be careful not to catch your jewellery in all the little holes, but it's more worth taking than your rip-off skirt. Is she talking metaphorically? Figure of speech, Arwen? No, the actual shirt off her back. It's a gambling thing. I think she needs a trophy. How peculiar. Well? Well what? Our bet. You up for it? This top is a handcrafted lace chiffon design specially made for me by an artisan from both wells. Really? I thought we both went to the same charity shop. If it's the charity shop where you bought this spiky bracelet specially designed to pull threads, I think not. Your clunky bracelet is just as lethal. Let it go, Arwen. Okay. If she's not confident in winning this bet, I'm not going to press her. You are not an art expert. It's a wager you cannot win. Then we're on? <sighs> All right. This is like a conversation with my nine-year-old daughter. You've worn me down. Then let's shake on it. What the heck? I'm here to encourage greater community engagement in the arts. So let battle commence. <laughs> you sure about this? Positive. As I'll ever be. All right, so what's the story? And where's your proof? I'll start with the story. Beginning with when this Jack Carraway painted these canvases. When he was stationed at one of the local airfields during the early 1940s. Uh, there was more than one local airfield around here. There were about half a dozen of them. Four in Anglesey alone. Mona, Valley, Bodogan and Bormaris. Then there was Llandurog near Carnarvon, Penrose and Hellsmouth on the Llyn Peninsula, and Llanbedir over towards Barmouthway. <laughs> that many? Basically for training and to intercept the Luftwaffe on their way to bomb Liverpool docks. I came to Carrick Trev three years ago and I'd no idea that this area was once covered in air bases. Oh, the skies were alive with hurricanes, lysanders, swordfishes, wellingtons, oxford spitfires, fairy battles. <laughs> fairy battles? Sounds like a child's game. Not to mention bothers, hawker henleys, tiger moths and something called a queen bee. You're surprisingly knowledgeable about wartime airbases. Well, that's because I used to work at the Air Museum when I left school. You never mentioned that before. You may find it difficult to believe that before I became the art expert you see before you tonight, I had this reputation for being a wild child in my younger days. Never. A shock, right? I know, but the problem was that nobody in Carrick Trev was prepared to hire me until I calmed down. So I had to apply when no one knew me. What exactly did you do at the museum? Early morning cleaning. And this gave you a grounding in fine art? It was kind of lonely working there, all on my own among all those empty old warplanes. But I used to make time go by a bit faster by studying a different exhibit every day during my lunch break. That's more than you ever did at school. Yeah, because it was interesting. For example, there was a tale about this pilot who chased Adonia right back as far as Nuneaton before he managed to shoot him down. Chocks away, Algy! Uh, this resume 
of your early career and random anecdotes of wartime heroics are all very interesting, but perhaps we can take up Mr. Carraway's story? There must have been many stories of World War II air races. What attracted you to Jack? He was a risk taker. Did he free run over town centre rooftops or balance on the parapets of road bridges? Which I would never do, of course. Every wartime pilot was a risk taker by the very nature of their mission. Made particularly hazardous round here in Snowdonia, where mountains and bad weather often cause crashes. So... What made Mr. Carroway stand out? He took risk-taking to a whole new level, flying under the Menai Bridge blindfolded, looping the loop around a bewildered Messerschmitt whose path he cut across, and taking the plane as high as he could or as low as he did. You're practically soulmates. Oh, if I was around here during the war, I'd have joined the Air Transport Auxiliary and flown all sorts of planes all over the country just in the hope of landing at Llandurog and getting to know him. All right. We've established that he was a character, like you. Got it. I'm assuming that evidence of his flying career with local air bases can be verified? So far, so good. And routine inquiries can presumably establish that he once lived in the gutted shell of a building that the young couple have redeveloped. Right. So what proof do you have that he painted these pictures? They're not signed. For all we know, he could have been a collector or perhaps... These were unwanted gifts hidden in his attic. These are snapshots of a critical episode in Jack's life in Slandurog. And you know this how? By talking to the museum curator once I'd seen Jack's photo on display. Let's hear the story. Takes my mind off Celeste Armstrong's delightful suggestion to donate my exhibits to local play schools. See this one? That's Jack taking off in his Anson. His what? Avro Anson. Popular plane around here for training pilots. Is this the next in the series? That's Jack shooting down a junker while clearly in trouble himself. So that must be the third. Having to make a fast landing in Ireland. See here, they're the authorities waiting to take him away for internment. The Irish Republic was neutral during the war and any British pilots who came down in their territory were arrested. Who's the girl in this one? Mary O'Connell. It was love at first sight between them. They allowed him to repair his plane while he was in custody. I thought he was under arrest. Yeah, but the Irish were no friends of the Nazis and Jack had a persuasive charm. What happened here? Thanks to the authorities looking the other way, he breaks free, sneaks back onto the airfield and then elopes with Mary back to North Wales. Did they make it? Because this one shows his plane being shot down. As you can see in the final frame, he made it, but Mary didn't. Oh, well... I'm sure this tragic chain of events can be substantiated, but there is still no documented evidence to link these paintings to the artist. I'm coming to that. Do tell. There's a missing canvas. You haven't mentioned that before. You never asked. Where is this missing canvas? In the museum's storeroom. Is it signed? No, but it's documented as being painted by Jack. What's the subject? A memorial in the foreground with Mary's name carved on it and a mourning figure approaching it from behind in the distance. Is the memorial still somewhere around here? Set in an easily recognisable landscape. I found it and place flowers there every year. Flowers from a florist, mind. Not from a garage. All right. I'll get in touch with the Air Museum, contact the young couple and make a pilgrimage to this memorial. Satisfied? Yes. Subject to verification. Great. So hand over your shirt. Not now, obviously. You intend to honour your bet. It's a great story and good for the gallery. If all the pieces come together... 
It's a significant find and great publicity. And you'll make sure that Arwen is given the credit. And her £100. If everybody knows it was me who identified the artist, you can keep your cash. Whatever you may think of me, I'm as good as my word. Is it because I'm disadvantaged? I dare say that someone like you could always do with a windfall. So I'm like an opportunist? You played me. But in a good way, I suppose. I don't need your money. I'm not a charity case. I thought we were gamblers. All I'm offering you is your winnings once everything is established, beyond doubt. I'm not going to profit at Jack's expense. That would be vulgar and exploitative. Really? You can keep your shirt too. I'm being taught a lesson, aren't I? (laughs) I know I'm a token pleb for this evening. That's not entirely true. Yeah, but you grow on me. Maybe I made assumptions that turned out to be inaccurate, but hey, I did some catering once. (gasps) You! I was a waitress one summer vacation at Cambridge. Needed to save up for a trip to Paris. Have you ever been to Paris? I've never been outside Wales. How awful. You want to take this outside? Guys, let's take five on this, right? I didn't mean that in a derogatory way. I simply think everybody should travel. I'm not disadvantaged. I live in a magical part of the world. Everyone wants to come here. Just ask any tourist. We've made a connection here tonight. That's what art's all about. Let's not spoil it. Only kidding, Fen. I'd go in there for a moment, though. (laughs) What I want to know, though, is how did it all end for Jack? Not with a bang, but a whimper. You know T.S. Eliot? Only one line of poetry that ever stuck in my mind. Jack survived the war? Yeah, but he didn't cope too well with loss. Died in the late 50s. Legacy soon forgotten. His work gathered dust for decades. Well, it's our duty to revive his memory. These are lonely paintings. Big skies, epic landscapes, seas without horizons. Everything is seen at a distance because close-up and personal is way too painful. The human element is very small, generally seen from above. From a pilot's point of view. I'll make sure that Jack gets the recognition he's long overdue. Thank you. I suppose we should all be getting back to the exhibition. People will be wondering where we are. Just one thing. What? There's something I need. What else can I give you? Something I can take home with me to prove I won. If you don't want a check or my shirt, what more can I give? My my head on a plate. We got a plate. Yes? Not now, Celeste. She's complaining that you've been given a better spot in the exhibition area. Claims you've been given an unfair competitive advantage. I can't see how. Neither can I. But I can't stay here forever and sadly I can't avoid Celeste for the rest of the evening. I still need my trophy. It's just like being back home with my nine-year-old. Will she ever grow out of being Arwen when she gets older? I can't go away empty-handed or how will anyone know that I won our bet? I dare say it will come out after we've made an announcement. How's about telling everyone out there that I identified Jack Carraway? Not yet, Arwen. It's too premature. The press are out there and I don't want to announce anything I may have to retract later. Just say that I've put you onto something and that the gallery are following up my tip. It's not all about you, Arwen. I have people I'm responsible to. I can't just go around speaking for the gallery before I've kept the trustees in the loop. What's anything got to do with trustees, anyway? We have to be careful with trustees, Owen. 
When credit is up for grabs, we have to make sure that others don't muscle in on our discovery. Our discovery? You'll get the credit for identifying the artist, but I'm the one who'll do the research and make the case. It's a joint effort, guys. You're a team, whether you like it or not. Anyway, I thought you trusted me. Yeah, I suppose. Gosh, that's another first for me. Let's not end this on a sour note. What about a couple of photos in front of the pictures as a keepsake? All right, but we'll have to be quick. Okay. If nothing else, it'll prove we were both here when I made my discovery that she's gonna research. No, Celeste. You are not Marina Abramovich. And we are not insured for an impromptu piece of performance art called Ring of Fire. Right. You two, where were we? Got my camera. Now, closer together. Come on, happy faces. You look like you're about to go to court. Mm, still too formal. Let's make it look as if we're celebrating. She's put her arm around my shoulder. We look as if we're in a pub after a football match. Okay, arms around each other's waists. That better? Above the waist, Arwen. And don't pinch my bum. <laughs> One more, and um, this time, let's make it really triumphant. Punch the air with your free hands! Yeah! Sure. Great! That's it! Right, we need to get moving. Hold on. What now? I, I can't get away from you. Your razor wire bracelet has caught in my designer lace shift on top. Your clunky bracelet has got stuck in a hole in my jacket pocket. Stay still, and I'll try to extricate you both. Careful. I don't want to pull a thread. My jacket might come from a charity shop, but I don't want to see it ripped by your knuckle duster trinket. Guys, you need to stay still long enough for me to separate you. I'm vibrating again. Here. I'll take it. Hello? Oh, uh, someone called Stephen? Um, give it to me. Absolutely not. Make sure Celeste keeps her clothes on, and on no account is she allowed to remove any knives from the kitchen. No, I can't talk to her right now. If I don't get back soon, she'll only come looking for me. I need to get back out there. No problem. Just make an announcement saying that we might have discovered the identity of the artist and everybody will see from our body language that we're celebrating. Putting on a united front. It might just work, but let me do all the talking. I'll get it. She'll be out straight away, Celeste. She never gives up, does she? Sounds like she's gotten into a fight with Stephen and one of the other artists. It's bedlam out there. I shall summon my Dunkirk spirit. <sighs> That's it. Let us boldly go where no double act has gone before. Are you sure you're up for this, Finella? Let's put this into perspective. Dealing with Arwen is nowhere near as taxing as dealing with Celeste when she's failed to sell any of her bleak, eclectic offerings. You ripped my pocket! Don't worry. No loose change was lost in the production of that tear, and I do invisible mending. And it'll be repaired before I leave here? You got the shirt off my back. I've got your jacket. Do I trust her to mend clothes? You and Jack are risk-takers. Should be a piece of cake compared to roof jumping in the town centre. Come on, let's get out there before Celeste corners us. Are you up to facing Celeste and restoring peace on the Western Front? Absolutely. I'm a martyr to community engagement. Excuse me. Oh, after so, you, I guess. Um, Ow, well, oh, after me. Excuse me, I'm trying to Ow. get through. Well, we've got to go to the Can you stop pulling on my top? Can you open the door for us, please? 
Gee, Fine. can you hurry up? What? I'm going to your pace. Well, you're dragging me along. Well, I'm dragging you along. Excuse am I? me. All right, here we go. Thank you. Smiles, okay, big thank smiles. You. Big smiles. Ronnie Charnwood was played by Vanessa Labrie. Arwin Edwards was played by Jess Nesling. And Fenella Wentworth Hughes was played by Fiona Rodrigo. The music was composed and performed by Polly Burr and the recording engineered and edited by Tom Percy at the Rhythm Rooms Formby. The Unexpected Expert was a Ronnie and Arwin misadventure directed by Vanessa Labrie for Ed Stevenson Productions. <laughs> <laughs>